I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello. Matthew? Hello there. Simple. <laughs> I'm not even going to continue it. <laughs> what are we doing? It is August 17th. It is. 2018. That, that it is. That's right, right? Yep. August 17th, 2018. And you are listening to the Gamers 2 podcast. Gamers 2. Now, normally, gaming podcast, I would start off with asking you what, what you've been up to in the last week. And we will get there. But I want to hit something right off the top first. I'll hit it again later, like I always do, but I want to hit it off the top too. Where can people go, Matt? I'm going to see if you know this. <laughs> where they can submit... Anything for us to either talk about, rev- not I mean, reviews you can put on any service. That's not a, that's not what I'm talking about. I know. I'm telling you, dude, it's bad. I'm talking like um, questions, comments, concerns, philosophical inquiries. Uh, well, you can get a hold of our secretary, Max, the cat. He's in the window and doesn't do much. But You, you have to come to the window. <laughs> with your- it's like a drive-through. The speaker's broken. It's really annoying. Um, you got to bring a ladder. Second floor. Um, I don't know. Website? There's there's two really easy spots. Um, one of them is the website. Yep. Um, which is gamers2.com. The other one? I'm going to guess on this one. It should be really easy. Is it like a social media site? Nope. Okay. Nope, nope, nope. There's a link at the top of gamers2.com. Yeah. That link is also somewhere else. Where is that link? Podcasting services. In every description of... Around the world? The episode. It says questions dash link. Click that. It's a Google form. Fill it out. Let me know. Anyway. The, the crap link. No, that's my pants. Uh, hey, hey, joke. Because Nate's stinky tonight. Anyway, <laughs> too much information. So... This is Gamers 2 Podcast, so sticking with, I guess, the gaming and entertainment stuff, what have you been doing, Matt, um, since the 10th? Little little No Man's Sky, nothing really, um, you know, in-depth. Um, Did you build anything yet? Not really, no, actually. I don't know. I can't. I can't decide if I want to commit to my old save. I, I guess let's put it this way: Have you done anything of consequence <laughs> that has been different since we last played? Have Not you done? Really. <laughs> yeah, just say, have you done anything that has been added at all, or are you still playing what we had? Still playing. 
kind of like I just kind of bummed around for a little bit again, thinking. <laughs> Anyways, uh, little world warships trying to get back into that. They they're adding um, adding some some ships soon. Hmm. That's gonna probably upset the uh, balance. Ah, Russians adding the Russian battleships in. Well, if they've learned anything from this year, it's that everything needs to be perfectly balanced. Uh, well, here's the issue. World Warships, oh, Wargaming. Sorry. Yeah. Russian. Oh, Jesus. So naturally... Of course, Russia's broken. Yes. They have... Just a little side story. They're they're working on a ship as a uh, clan reward. They added it in clans a while ago. Oh, okay. So the whole idea is... And it's a conversation happening currently in the community is the ship that they're working on is a Russian cruiser. Okay. Cruisers are uh, basically a DPS class. Yeah. High damage, low low health. Exactly. Except the ship they're working on to give this cl- as a clan reward it's is high a, damage, high health. Yeah. It's basically a it's basically a battleship, but with all the good aspects of a cruiser. Yes. And it's Russian. So it's high health, high armor, high velocity guns, good range, decent concealment. Oh, you mean pretty much nothing bad. And has the most... Active camouflage. OP, essentially, (laughs) the most OP ability in the game right now, which is radar. Ah. So... And it uh, it has cruiser speed reload. Oh. So, like... Not only do you get the high velocity guns, you, you can get also, the quick yeah, reload, firing just as fast. Um, but the the reason why it's conversation is in the community is because it takes a clan, like a clan member, like a solid year of grinding to get it. So mm. it's like a lot. It's the hardest ship to get in the game, right? So it's like kind of like obviously it's got to have something good. Yeah. To um. Anyways, a little insight in the current world of warships. Craziness. I'm sure a ton of our listeners are big World of Warships fans and appreciate everything <laughs> you always say about it. You know what? I That's, don't, I I mean, don't appreciate your condescending tone. I might be patronizing you, but at the same time, I don't know who listens to this. So, yeah, probably. You think everybody wants to hear no me talk about... No one plays... You think anybody wants to hear me talk about MLB, FM, and Agents of Mayhem? Nobody's playing that. I mean, odds are it's more popular <laughs> than World of Warships if we go by statistics. I don't know. We'd be, we'd be iffy to see that. Um. Anyway, I, that's not the point. I've uh, also t- dipped, making a little toe dipping motion here. It almost I looks dipped, like you're. It looks like you're counting as a horse, though. I just want to be clear. I dipped. My back just cracked. Like, like <laughs> not a crack is like a good crack. Like, like joints a, are hitting each yeah. other that shouldn't be making contact. Anyways, I Thanks, dipped the tip file. of my toe into um, World of Warcraft and? to see what it's about. I made an orc hunter. Okay. And I think, um, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. Okay, that's fine. I mean, it's not. I feel like the game is just not fun. Starting. How, how far have you gotten? Not very far. Like, okay, played maybe an hour or something. No, and I, I agree. I, I hate leveling. It's so, my least favorite. And, thing. and they know it. That's the part that's funny to me is they know it because they give you if you pay. If you paid the subscription fee, mm-hmm. they give you the option to test um, classes. Like you can, yeah, yeah a yeah. little trial. Yeah, yeah. You can go in. You can see what it's like at the end. Yeah. So it's like, hey, which 
you know, if you buy the expansion, the new expansion, you get the, uh, you know, the character boost as well. I'll try to keep that back there. Yeah. Uh, it. They also know because at 15, you can start doing the dungeon finder. Yeah. And just, I mean, it's not as advantageous now, but before it was like grind to 15 mm-hmm. and then dungeon the rest of the way because nobody wanted to do quests. You yeah. just did that. Especially when you were on the, if you did the recruiter friend thing. Mm-hmm. You gain 300% experience when you're near each other. Yeah. So it was, all right, both of you grind to 15. That might take you 10 minutes. And then and just, then dungeon just start dungeoning. And you could get to two. You get at least two in like almost almost casual play to the max before the three. Because the 300% only goes to so high. You could get up to there almost twice. Probably more if you were really determined to do it. And just, you know, boost up as many characters as you could to that point. And mm-hmm. like, okay. No. And then, yeah. And then just go from there. Um, I'm going to try to keep this quick because there is a lot of... Yeah, there's a lot of stuff we got to get to. Um, haven't read any more of the Bruce Lee book. I'm going to get back into it. There was a little NPR thing. I think his like, anniversary of his death was fairly recently or something like that. Um, is that a weird thing to say? It is. It's kind of weird. Anniversary of death? Because like, I, I feel like anniversaries are happy things normally. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I guess I guess technically there are memorials. I mean, like we have the anniversary of nine eleven, but it's like, yeah, I don't know. NPR did a little thing on it the other day where they were like talking about how it's been like I don't know, however many years since he died forty five years, and uh, you know we still forty five years since we haven't had a good movie. Oh, sorry, no. <laughs> I got nothing really. I don't... Um, and I've just been watching anime. So Samantha and I finished Sword Art. We rewatched Sword Art Online. Because we watched the movie and we're like, oh, we really like this shit. Let's rewatch it. So we watched what started out online. I rewatched One Punch Man because they just announced season two, which, which I, is until next year, I believe. April is what you told me. Yep, April twenty nineteen. Yeah. Um, which I think we should watch together. Yes, I will definitely do that. Okay. And then I started rewatching Haku, Haku, or however you say it, which is the volleyball anime, which I'm adamant that you. Really need to watch because I think I'm just going to say it's pronounced haiku and we go from there. Okay. Um, I know there's a Y in there, but I'm just going to call it haiku. Yeah. I would say we should watch that together, but there's like just too much of it. How long is one episode though? Uh, What's a standard 25 minutes? 23 minutes? I mean, like we could watch one episode and just to like to flavor test it for myself. Yeah. You kind of need it's one of those ones where you need to watch the first like three to four episodes. Because right. like, there's least, a lot of building. To at least have you for the first one, just kind of like bounce, yeah. bounce my immediate questions off, which I yeah. will have. It's I think I think it'll pay dividends towards the uh, once it gets going, like towards the end of season one, season two, season three, like towards the end of season one and into season two and season three it starts moving. Because then at that point they're deep in oh. the technical volleyball. Oh Jesus! Like. I think because you play a lot of volleyball, I think you'll I appreciate lot, yeah. it on a, a different level than I will. Okay. Um, and I'll uh, give it a shot. I yeah. still need to finish. I know you have a lot on your list. A lot uh, on your plate. Here's here's my current list. Well, actually, I'll, are, you, are you good? I'm good. Go. Okay. Uh, I'll go back. I'll work backwards. Uh, been watching baseball still, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, and I have another soccer match to watch this weekend. Uh, hasn't happened yet, so we'll get there. Um. I read a little bit more of Good Clean Fun. I, I, it's when I say I read a little bit more, I'm literally talking like pages. Yeah, because uh, I haven't really had time to sit down and do it. Uh, in terms of watching, though, right now I need to still finish Westworld season two. 
I'm on episode three or four. Yeah, season is season three coming out soon? No, like season okay. two just ended. But I just I want to get it done. Yeah. Um. Then I probably don't have a little bit of time if I remember right. I think it's in two, like a little over a week now. The Jack Ryan series comes out on Amazon. Yeah, it's very soon because I've been watching the. Uh, yeah, it's like the it's the twenty something of August. Who's the actor that's in it? Uh, John Krasinski. Okay, yeah. Uh, and I want to I want to watch it. At least maybe the first two episodes, just to see if I'm going to like it. Yeah, I okay, want to so, like it because I like him and I like the idea. Yeah. So where do you fall in the what we've had of Jack Ryan stuff previously? Meh. Have you have you seen the movies? Uh, parts. I've never sat to watch the full one. Okay. Um, because there's a lot of but a the lot parts of... the parts I've seen I'm like, okay, like I I. I I, I like what it's trying to do, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily – the actors are always kind of like 50-50 on me. And Tread lightly. I know. Harrison Ford. I know. <laughs> but those were a diff- – that's a different era. That is. See, which the, is, the, the, which I, is the thing with those older ones, mm-hmm. and I'm specifically talking about the new ones because – yeah, I see, feel like the old one and the new one are not going to be even close. No, like, well, there's the old ones, which are, I think, I think the the two or three Harrison Ford ones are the first ones, right? I that I so. know of. I I believe. So. And then I there was a right. there was a Ben Affleck one, I think. That was Jack Ryan, mm. I think, wasn't it? The accountant? No, no. That's my first thought was the accountant. Um, I mean, we can look it up, but I really don't want to. Okay. Um, I I don't want to. take It was much like time some of all fears. Oh, okay. Uh, and then what's his name from Star Trek? Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. Okay, yeah, because there's definitely a difference. Because yeah. the Harrison Ford ones are kind of like which I'm the reason I'm I'm more excited for. Well, I'm not, excited is not what I want to say. I'm looking forward more to it being a TV show than a movie, because it being a Tom Clancy thing that's a book, a TV show is easy yeah. is not easier is. Better, I think a better translation than a movie. Have you read any of the books? No, okay. but I but I'm a Tom Clancy fan of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have read some of his stuff and, yeah. and whatever. Um, so I'm just gonna just want to give it a shot and see. Mm-hmm. Then, once that's done or I've given up on it, I will have time <laughs> again, and we get Man in the High Castle season three. <sighs> see, that's one of the ones that's on my list, and it's bang on my alley it's it's so good it's like the whole world war ii-esque storyline there like the those components i'll say yeah post and, post yeah, yeah, two, yeah but yeah alternate history which is always interesting yep especially on world war ii alternate history mm-hmm. and it's like heavy political cultural like yep stuff yep and like i straight up like it screams you know my interest. I'm surprised you haven't watched it. Me? Well, it's always been as soon as it was like even I, right. a thing starting to be a thing. Like, like obviously it's a book, but yeah, and like didn't know about the book really. And then when they started promoting the season, first season, I'm like, oh fuck, that's like yeah, I didn't know about the book. Then they promoted it, then it started winning stuff, and I was like, man, I really should check this out. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't until season two had wrapped yeah. that I think I had Prime and I had it on my tablet. Yeah, and at the time. I was at work where I just don't, I mean, I don't do anything. I did more work than the majority of people, but my work, I could start and then I would have time 
and it wasn't like distracting to have my tablet there because I can't connect to anything. It's just online. Yeah. So I would just download episodes and then watch them while I'm there doing work. And that's how I got through them. Yeah. Uh, and I, I enjoyed the entire thing. It was really good. I liked it. Yeah. And now, I feel like the Wolfenstein, three, like, the Wolfenstein games probably like feed into that type of fervor that like, well, especially the most fervor. recent one kind of where, yeah, it's like they're in America. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm a fan. I can't wait to see uh, what continues. I will potentially need, hopefully, a good either refresher in the first episode or a like recap somewhere, just to kind of like yeah refresh my memory. I know where a few people end and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. just uh, overall. Uh, and then yeah, so I'm gonna I'll try to work volleyball in there somewhere and whatever. Um, I've been playing MLB not so much. Uh, Ages of Mayhem a little bit. Uh, FM 18, we played a day. Uh, I think we're going to play again sometime this weekend because we, Kenny's got the bug now that we're back in soccer season. So we all, he almost jokingly wants to scrap our season that we're a year and a half in, as always, and start one now with the current teams uh, because for some reason we have to wait for FM 19 to come out in November. So we'll try to supplant that a little bit. Usurp, well, whatever word that is. Uh, I played a little bit of Market the Ninja. That was a game I bought during the Steam sale. Uh, I played that when the WoW servers were down on launch night. So, I've been playing a lot of WoW. How long were the servers down for? Uh, they went down... So, when did I text you? About 10.30, I think? I said four, four and a half hours in? Yeah, something like that. So, my normal joke is world servers are going to crash uh, for about 30 minutes usually. And then... Something else. There's another, usually another crash later. It's like one big world server one, and then, and then like a hot some fix, other time. I think yeah. you said like so. It launched at six o'clock for us. At ten thirty, I'm pretty sure they did a quick hot fix and kicked everybody out. When they kicked everybody out, six or seven servers stayed down. They took them offline. Mm-hmm. Mine was one of them. Classic. Happy every fucking time. Yep. So. It, and they were some big ones. Zul'jin, yeah. Sargeras, Proudmoor, Tychondrius, Thrall. Uh, Thrall went down for a minute but came back up. There were a few that went down of the like top 10. Mm-hmm. Can I, let me butt in real quick. Go ahead. I was going to message you yesterday while I was doing the document because I wanted to talk to you about some of the, some stuff in the document. Did you? I popped in. I don't know if you saw me when I was in there. I didn't, but... I had to make Props a couple changes. to the Blizzard, um, the Blizzard what, launcher for the being battle. very specific. Battle.net, yeah, for yeah. being very specific. Like, I was like, I I logged in, I log in, I log into Discord to see if you're in Discord because then I can just easily hop in, talk to you real quick, hop out. Right. You weren't in Discord, so I, I fired up the Battle.net dot launcher and I was like, okay, he's in game. Don't want to fuck him, fuck him up right now. So like, you could just message me though. Yeah, I know because, because it would be easier for me to just say, "Hey, I'll hop in DC," and then I'll yeah. just alt real quick, open it, and keep going. Yeah, yeah. I just know, like, you know, new game launch. I, I know saw, how it is. I saw I you. I saw you log in five times, and I was like, just message me already because I couldn't. T- I can see when you come on and off, and it went on off, on off, on off. I didn't know if you were if something was maybe it was patching or like the uh, it was patching because yeah. it, it patched the client and then it patched the game too. Yep. So um but it like it tells you like what server you're in. Yep. And like I can't remember I think I don't know what the other thing it tells you. I think it was a server and I can't remember what the other thing was. Maybe the region you're in or something like that. And I was yeah, like, it oh, tells that's me, cool. it tells me I think where 
where I am in the world and on what server I'm currently. Yeah, on. I was like, that's cool. I like how like it's specific, but you know, but you have to go in game to figure out who I'm, what character I'm on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another props to just Blizzard. That so I went down for. I mean, I'd have to look at my mark in the ninja time. 20, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. About what I expect. Yeah. Uh, but everybody else everybody else is up. Everybody's running. Mm-hmm. That was the only... I mean, there was some lag. There were definitely lag problems. Yeah. I think maybe we crashed one other time that we had to spin back up for, but that was like instant. Yeah. In an actual crash. Uh, and I think, then I think we crashed sometime Tuesday night. Yeah. Short But crashes. quick. Yeah, yeah. quick. For what I expected to be a shit show, went really well. Yeah. Uh, in terms that, of like not having a ton of problems yeah. that you would normally expect. So Todd and I logged in early. Todd was on much before I was. I was in f- 15 minutes before launch time. Uh, and five minutes before technical launch time, the quest popped. And you just see everybody because it pops directly on your desk. Like you can't miss it. Mm-hmm. And everybody's just like, here we go. And you just see just like this swarm just start hitting the same portal over and over. And everybody's just, <laughs> and it's just a flood of people everywhere. It sure, awesome. it looks cool. Yeah, it was pretty funny to see. Um, it was funny when I when I hopped on Discord to your Discord. Everyone in, uh, like, who's... Yeah. You're people you know that I don't know, but I don't even the, I don't even know some of those people. They just have access to the server. The whole list: World of Warcraft, Battle of Azeroth. Yep, whole list. Yep, we gotta go. We got time to got things to do. Uh, that being said, I believe I'm a player from Method, one of the big, yeah, Gin- not Ginji, the I think. biggest. I think that uh, was his name. Yeah, biggest. It was Wow Guild of notor- notoriety. I was gonna ask uh, you if you saw that hit it in. Yeah, we saw it when it happened. Uh, hit 120 in four and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Him and two other of the guildmates, and then the other two hit it right after. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Todd and I hit it Tuesday night. That's not bad for casual. Yeah, not. I don't and mean that in a derogative. No, no, term. no. That's going from Monday night at 6 p.m. till 3 a.m. I napped for six. I napped. I went to bed. I slept for six hours. Woke up and went again. And I took maybe. An hour to an hour and a half, just between like food and bathroom mm-hmm. and stuff. Did he do the same thing? Did he have time off and yeah, he play? Had, yeah, you, he, he and I were on basically the same amount of time, and I beat him by probably three quarters of a level. Mm-hmm. So it was close. It was close. yeah. I mean, we weren't racing. Um, Did you go? Were you? Um, but we were pretty much we were in the same areas and doing the same stuff. Were you trying to hit one twenty, or were you just naturally playing the? I was going for one twenty. Okay, I was going for one twenty, but still, I was naturally doing it. Like I wasn't. You weren't doing. Uh, I wasn't what? like, yeah, I wasn't doing what they were doing, or like really "quote unquote" rushing through it for Main what story for the way that I side quests as you go. I'm assuming. Yeah, I cleared. Um, so there's three, three main zones, and they're the way the achievements break down for the zones is there are like eight chapters in each zone. Mm-hmm. There's seven chapters in each zone, which is one chapter is not one quest. It's like a series of quests is considered like that little part of the story. Yeah, it's like a little mini story arc. Right. Yeah. So there's like eight of them and I completed all of them, all three of them. The third one I finished right after I hit 120. So. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Todd's joke is that he reads really slow. 
<laughs> which is why he was so far behind me. Uh, uh, I was the first one out of everybody on my friends list. Do you, do you read them? I'm curious about this one. Uh, not not in depth. Like you I'll skim. Ca- yeah, I'll skim. Uh, but like when I go through again later mm-hmm. on another character, I'll probably read more. I won't read them like completely in depth because I leave yeah. that to the Reddit community to pull out the good ones for me. Yeah. Um, but sometimes you'll see a quick like. If the characters I like, like, there's an area of Voldoon, which has little foxes in it, as, like, NPCs. And they're just cute and silly. So, at times, I would read what they were saying, because it was just going to be comedic and funny. Mm-hmm. And then other times, you reach an area where it's like, hey, you guys are kind of boring. Like, I don't, I fucking don't care. Yeah, go get an egg. Whatever. Moving on. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that was, that's, it's been a lot of wow. Yeah. As it should be. Right. And I'll be playing again tonight once we're done here. Uh, yeah, we're moving right along into content. I gotta get we, uh, raid isn't until I think mid September, so mm-hmm. gear up time and let's go. Do you need that long to gear up? You think? Um, or is is that enough time to gear up multiple characters? I think I can potentially have another one twenty by then and be raid ready, potentially. But that that would mean like just go. But yeah. now that oh, and now that I'm done with volleyball. Technically, mm-hmm. I can do that. Yeah, uh, I had playoffs last night and the night before. Um, Wednesday night, I won both the league and the playoffs on. Uh, Thursday night last night, I came in tied second in the league, which technically I was third because of the tiebreaker between us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I finished... Tied third, I guess, because there is no third place. But tied third because uh, we got knocked out in semi. Oh, excuse me, in semifinals. Mm-hmm. So cool. Yeah, I played with almost four, only four people the entire season on Thursday. So to finish tied second, I'm feeling all right. I'm also sore though. So <laughs> anyway, let's get right to it because we got to move. Good news is the new release list is really short this week. We have Death's Gambit on PS4, PC. Hero Defense on Xbox, State of Mind on PS4, Xbox, PC, and Switch. We have Drunk Foo Wasted Masters on the Xbox, Treadnoughts on the Xbox and Switch, WoW Battle for Azeroth on the PC, and Graveyard Keeper has finally released on Steam on PC. Nate, you've been talking about Graveyard Keeper a lot. Not really, but I have hyped it up. Way in the past, we saw yes. uh, two packs. I've seen two packs in a row now. Mm-hmm. Am I buying it? Is it $20? Yeah. Do I have a 25% off coupon in Steam for having it on my wish list or something? Yeah. Am I going to get it? Definitely. Am I going to play it? Not no. right now. <laughs> well, I'm going to, but just not right now. Like, is it on? It's, did you say it released on Switch? No. It is, though, right? Don't it's, know. Okay. I believe they've deflected the question that they want to do it at some point, but they don't know when. Okay. Um, But I'm fine with it being on PC. It'd be for me. It'd be cool if it was on Switch, but what I am curious about is because it's on Steam and we have the Steam Link app. How would that play? Mm. Interesting concept. Yeah. But let's get to it. Okay. Do you want? I to... feel like that real quick sound. I wanted to make that sound like Lonely Island uh-huh. when they're doing the Michael Bolton oh, Jack yeah, Sparrow. Yeah. Let's get to it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Anyway. Do you want to save games? <laughs> it's not Gamescom. Do you want to save QuakeCon stuff for last? Because there's a lot of it. 
So how do you want to do? You want to go backwards? We would start at five. Oh, okay. Go and through then go, and, and then go, go back, to back up to one. Which I, I feel like we needed this. I mean, we always joke we need to decide this, but this thing's a garbage truck on fire, and we're stealing that because the other people really aren't actually a garbage truck on fire. I know they don't. They can't take that anymore. No, you're now successful and cohesive with you're, high production value. Yeah, and a lot of money. Uh, yeah, you know what? Let's go number five. Let's save QuakeCon and start at number five with another Blizzard title, Diablo three. Is coming to okay. So real quick, we're gonna say five, six, seven, eight. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah, Sorry, sure. I just I mean if you immediately want, we went into. We can definitely what do that. Broadway play is that? I don't know. It's not a chorus line, is it? I don't. Uh, you lost me. Five, It's gonna bug me now. I you'll, should know you'll that. think of it randomly. I'm slightly cultured. Uh, we're just gonna go five, six, seven. We'll go back up to one, just so I don't have to keep going one, two, and looking at the yeah. numbers and being wrong. Yeah. So number five, Diablo three is coming to Switch later this year. It will cost you fifty nine ninety nine and include the Reaper of Souls and Rise of the Necromancer DLCs. Of course, multiplayer will be present with the four player co op on the same Switch. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know how that's gonna work. Four player co op on separate Switches offline. Interesting as well. Mm-hmm. And over internet as well. The offline is really interesting because I figure you have to be signed into your Battle.net account. But maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I guess we'll see. According to Kotaku, this is the first Blizzard game on a Nintendo platform. Why am I, I like Shatner <laughs> on a Nintendo platform in 15 years? Uh, Lost Vikings, Rock and Roll Racing, and Blackthorn were all SNES games ported to the Game Boy Advance. So that being the last time. Uh, cool. Yeah. I think it, it's the easiest one not counting Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. Which, why Hearthstone's not on the Switch yet either. This will probably just be paving the way, I think, going forward. We'll see. Uh, will I be buying it? No. Do I love Diablo 3? Oh, yeah. It's a great thing. Great time. But I already own it, and I just don't need it again. Same reason I didn't buy it on console. <laughs> That's a good uh, a good reason, and it's not GTA. Yeah, yeah. It, it's one where once you've played, what do I have? Maybe a hundred hours on each of my characters. So, yeah, I don't need to keep going. GTA, Ugh, Rockstar, always getting that money, getting paper. All right, keeping the uh, subplot going of games getting released on Switch. Uh, From Software's Twitter account has announced that Dark Souls Remastered will be releasing on Switch on October 19th. Uh, I think it was originally supposed to come out May 25th with the other consoles versions, but was delayed. Yes, that was true. Uh, Yes, we did did also discuss that it was delayed, but they hadn't given us a date yet. Yeah. Uh, Number seven, this was written by me, which is why there's nothing else on it. Yeah, there wasn't really much to... Like, it it was kind of just like a discussion type yeah thing. i just saw like a zinging headline yeah that was uh, literally that was a classic clickbait yeah headline I didn't, with no the best part in it. i didn't click the article yeah you got it that's why i left it like that so like, we could talk about it and that's good enough so number seven the fort <laughs> you sound like an old person <laughs> if you read the whole yeah like... i'm not gonna okay so i'm just gonna do what i should have done number seven with Fortnite avoiding the google play store that could mean that Google will lose out on roughly $50 million in revenue. Well, I mean, I did then continue to write mm. my old person way of saying, was curious what hurt they would take. Um, 
But yeah, Let me, it's interesting to see. I meant to add something to this actually. Oh well, and right, I then. forgot to do it. Now you got. Now you remember. Um, the other little uh, bit to this that was interesting is that Google is. Um, they added in a little message. So if you type Fortnite into the search Google Play search bar, are they throwing shade? It pops up a message saying Fortnite is not available on on the Google Play Store. Whereas if you type it, <laughs> if you type it into iTunes App Store, you get PUBG and oh. various clones. Interesting. And Which I think would technically happen on Google Play before. Yeah, so, so basically, and uh, who I can't remember is it what the dude's name is who runs Epic. Doesn't matter. That guy on Twitter was like, you know, it's very reasonable for for Google to do that to help customers avoid potential. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's also it's the same thing of them potentially. It, it's good all the way around, yeah. but it's also just okay. You don't need to. Send me a support message saying, why isn't this here? Like, I told you straight up, it's not here. Yeah. But, like, not hard. <laughs> so, what do, you, what do you think about Google losing money? Do you think they'll care, really? I don't I don't think they'll necessarily... I don't think they'll care because it's not their choice first. Yeah. It's kind uh, of a drop in a bucket for them, too. Yeah. Uh, I just think it's interesting that in a free-to-play game, they lose 50 mil. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that shows how much revenue that game generates, and it's free. Yeah. Which... So if you make a good free to play game, it can work. Who would have thought, thought you can make a good free to play game? If you go by iOS numbers, that's an accurate um that's an accurate estimate too because I think it was 54 million so far on Yeah, it was something iOS. like that. Was um close. I think Google doesn't really care and isn't putting up a fight on it because they are very much long game. Yeah. So like Eventually, Fortnite's going to die out. There's going to be something else. like Or they assume. Exactly. I mean, we all would assume that eventually it has to die, but... You never know. We are in a different world now. Exactly. I also wouldn't be surprised if they're just like, okay, that's another thing we don't have to worry about. You know what I mean? Like, their, play, their play store is already cancerous in terms of, like, you can just throw anything on there. Yeah. So, plus, it, you know, it's like, oh, we don't have to worry about, like, you guys dealing with us, you just are going to handle it. Sounds like a good time. <laughs> All right, number eight. The initiative, Microsoft's new studio announced at E3, has grabbed a bunch of talent from other high-end studios like Rockstar and Crystal Dynamics. Uh, their latest addition was the lead producer of God of War. Weird. It's almost... Wait, Corey Barlog? No, his director. I can't remember the dude's name. Um, Brian something, I think. Yeah, Barlog was the director, I believe. Uh... It's almost like those other companies did had already finished all their games. Rockstar is pretty much done with Red Dead. Crystal's done with Tomb Raider. And God of War is already finished. Don't want to speak too soon about Crystal. No, but I mean like they sh- they should be done with the new Tomb Raider or close to it, I mean, like the one yeah. coming out. The one where she's a Mayan murderer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Serial killing Mayans. <laughs> the um, national the national Tomb Raider pastime. I'm it's I'm intrigued. Microsoft investing in good talent, obviously. Yeah. For their studios. Well, are now is this Microsoft or the initiative? 
I, I only want to say, is it the initiative hiring them or is it Microsoft going and getting them? Well, one because of the, they're technically two different things. One in, of the... Even though they're, you know, an Xbox studio or whatever. Yeah, well, I'm a, well Microsoft's footing the bill, so I guess. <laughs> uh, well, I, I just mean, I guess, Microsoft's footing the bill, yes, but... Well, the hiring's being done... Actually, the hiring's is, being done by... Um, the talent recruiter is from Riot. Wow, they're going to suck then. <laughs> Riot and she, she, I think it was a woman. She, her list of companies that she worked for was like EA, Riot, and maybe another big game, another big one like Epic or something like that. Okay, one good one. I mean, if I want to just throw shade for no reason, but yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, you wouldn't be Nate if you didn't throw. If shade. I wasn't opinionated, opinionated, <laughs> you get it. I still got to make that show. Number nueve. Crystal Dynamics, who Matt doesn't want me to speak ill of, no, has I opened just... a new studio in Washington called Crystal Northwest. This is what I was saying. Don't, I know. I saw Don't speak too soon. You know, they're... In Washington called Crystal Northwest. Its focus will be an Avengers project based on the Marvel franchise. Huh. I feel like we were supposed to have an Avengers game a long time ago. <laughs> and Square owns it. Weird. 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 Let's open a new studio and start it in 2018. Okay, cool. Um... Yeah, don't start too soon. As Matt said it, I would have thought, yeah, okay, cool. I already talked about that inadvertently. <laughs> we'll ignore that. January 2017. Was that supposed to be a release? Or no, was that was announced? when they te- did the teaser. Was, well, that was when they did, was that when they did the teaser or when they did the breakdown of who owned what uh, Marvel titles going forward? Like, that, that was when the, they announced the Spider-Man one and then Avengers and then all the other, like. That was the teaser. It's the, that, that. Avengers teaser. I don't know if you oh, remember okay. seeing yeah, that. No, I, I do. I just wasn't sure if that was the same, same time or whatever. Oh, so glorious. All right. <laughs> Let's talk in my head. <laughs> All right. Number 10. Jeff Easterling uh, of 343 four, three Industries writer has clarified that Halo Infinite is, in fact, the next installment in the Halo story. During a Mixer broadcast, he said, it is Halo 6. I quote. Hold on a second. He said, I quote, it is Halo sex. You should just consider Wait, Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I was like, I'm definitely calling you out on that it's Halo sex. It's a Freudian slip. Yeah, you just want to bang Cortana. Uh, I mean, yes. I am straight. So naturally, I want to bang Cortana. I would like to have Cortana be a person. Um, I don't get off to ASMR. You haven't lived yet. No, I don't know. I haven't either. Just to be honest here, like <sighs> people that eat, like you just. No, I'm not getting off in the ASMR thing. Yeah, it's, it's eat pickles into mics, and like people <laughs> love it. I'm just like, I don't get it. Uh, I find it creepy. I yeah. Well, I, it's not. I, I mean, I don't get it. I don't know necessarily that I find that creepy compared to like other stuff, but you know, it's. Necrophilia. Yeah, we could go on for that. Yeah, we're not, we're um, not going to... You know, pedophilia. It is Halo 6. You should just consider it Halo 6. Don't think of it as a weird prequel kind of thing. It's the next story. It's the next chapter in what is going on. So, I don't like that he says, don't think of it as a weird prequel thing, because that immediately means it's a prequel thing. 
it says when he says next chapter, but don't think of it as a prequel thing means it is not after Halo five, but it's not before Halo one. Like <laughs> I kind of take that as an it, like I'm kind of insulted by that because Halo Reach was not a bad game. No, no, and neither was, was ODST. Uh, I I agree that neither of them were bad games. I just think that they were. I not think, what I people think OD, wanted. I th- yes. I think ODST should not have been a full price game. It, it was a good game. Yeah, I agree, but I think it shouldn't have been a full price game. I'm thinking that should have been like a thirty dollar title. Weird for a Halo game, but like not not because it was bad. It was a great game. I'm just saying, in terms of like what you're gonna want to like pillar your franchise on, maybe that's that's considered like a sidestep. My argument to that though is it was still like equal length, length and content yeah. to the other. And, Halo and there games. was the replayability and stuff, but. Reach, I really liked. I thought Reach was a lot of fun. Yeah, Reach, I have the achievement for beating it on Legendary on Solo, which was separate than beating it on Legendary. Two different achievements. Why does Nate remember that? Because he's a masochist and weird. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I like, and I also like that. Like we're calling it Halo Infinite, and it's Halo Six. Yeah, like oh, unless you guys, the title... you guys have literally just gone. Yeah, there's a new Halo game. And then just stop the comment there. Don't say anything else. Just say there is another Halo game. Full stop. Unless the title plays directly into the main story, I will be irritated. What if it's like... <laughs> you've seen the, the memes that came out after E3, right? Uh, Halo Infinite and Doom Eternal and uh, yeah. all these games that essentially technically like have no end by their names. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. 
Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Number once. That's 11 in Spanish. <laughs> EA has released an open letter stating that their chief design officer, Patrick Soderlund, is leaving the company and with his departure restructuring some of their teams. Patrick Soderlund was CEO of DICE, then moved to head of EA's Worldwide Studios, then again to chief design officer. Courtesy of Jason Schreier, the man, the myth, the legend at Kotaku, we know that EA has been trying hard to keep Sutherland around. For example, in 2017, EA gave him a $20 million, I'm going to repeat that real quick, for a chief design officer of video games. EA gave a $20 million bonus. Back up. That was before he was chief design officer. My bad. EA gave him a $20 million (laughs) bonus without being chief anything. I guess technically he would be... I think he was dir- CEO, yeah, uh, of yeah, Dice, worldwide yeah. studios or, or worldwide whatever. studios, yeah. Okay, so he was still King Dick, but regardless, twenty million dollar bonus. And for fiscal year twenty eighteen, he was given forty six point three million in stock options that made his company compensation higher than his boss, EA's own CEO. So there were stories that came out in twenty seventeen <laughs> that he's like, "I'm leaving," which was the immediate like. What if we give you twenty million to stay? Mm-hmm. He's like, "Well, okay." And then you basically get the money, and you're like, "It wasn't about the money. I'm just not happy." Yeah, but I appreciate the money. I'm going to leave now. <laughs> it's funny because they they uh, promoted him, obviously, uh-huh. and then gave him a lot of company stock. Like he made like something i think the ceo which was the second highest paid person in the company was like 30 something 35 point something million or something like that yeah and and he still you know dipped which i'm if, curious where he's going if that didn't want him to um, like didn't keep him to stay like make i w- stay. i wouldn't be surprised just if uh cuz i mean those are three high titles and with everything that EA has gone through in the last three years, I wouldn't be surprised if he was just like, you know what? I'm going to take like a year or more and just kind of relax and then do something else. Didn't someone at Sony leave recently? I mean, Ryan Clements, but I'm sure you mean higher than that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say right now, Ryan Clements going to get a $20 million uh, bonus to try to get him to stay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, that's um, something. Yes, somebody did leave Sony, though. You're not wrong. But that was... That was a while ago. That was a while ago. Yeah. Um. Uh, well... Well, it's kind of... I'm just kind of... I mean, like, Adam Boyce has been gone for a while now. But. I'm trying to think through it and figure out... What? Xbox. That thing, remember the rumors from a while ago where Xbox was making, like, a cloud service for gaming? Yeah. And they were like snatching up high profile. Yeah, except that the one cloud service guy that left whoever now works at Epic. That was the other part of, I think, that same rumor mill going around mm-hmm. was that it was the, well, it wasn't the Sony guy. Somebody left and went to Epic to be part of their created or their cloud division. I can't remember what we were mm-hmm. talking about there, but that's this is roughly the same story. 
Yeah. They're like, cool, we'll do this. Then he's like, I'm going to go over here and make bank. Oh, it was the Crackdown um, project lead or whatever who then left and went to Epic to do that. And then that cycled, like, Crackdown into four different studios now. Mm -hmm. And it's probably unadmittedly in development hell. But that's not the point. We're not talking about Crackdown. All right. Um, <clears throat> number 12. So anyway, cool yeah. to see what Sorderland's going to do because they've made visually amazing games. They've mm. just kind of missed it. Like, if he was with DICE, that means they missed it with Battlefront. Yeah. And I'm sure there was a whole shitload of stuff during the Battlefront times that he's like, I'm just not, not, I'm not dealing with this anymore. Anyway, number 12. Number 12. According to the PlayStation blog, the PlayStation VR has sold more than 3 million units. And 21.9 million VR games. Here are the top 10 most played games in North America. In, I think, yeah, I think this is in numerical order. So, one being Elder Scrolls Skyrim VR. Cool. Uh, PlayStation VR Worlds. Makes sense. Rec Room. Also makes sense. Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. Crazy to be at number four, I think. Yeah, well... Kind of shows the options. Well, I mean, um, we're also three. Yeah, but we're three years out from that existing, or two years out, two years out from that existing. The Playroom VR makes sense. Job Simulator also makes sense. Until Dawn, Rush of Blood. There's something that tells you more. Uh, Batman Arkham VR. That same thing. Farpoint makes sense. Super hot. Super hot. hot. Which, great, uh, great game. I feel like really people are sleeping on yeah. Super Hot. Super Hot which should be I, number one. Which I say sleeping. It's been out for a while. You shouldn't be sleeping on it anymore. It's a great game. Go get it. Like it's not a question. Actually, looking at the list, Super Hot should definitely be at least number two. It should be in the top three. I would. I would only say like there's the random like job simulator or something that has a has a cult enough behind mm-hmm. it that I think simulator should be job simulator. I should can be tell higher. by this list though that there hasn't been like people are, might be buying the games and stuff like that, but they're not playing them. Like yeah, play, VR worlds. Rec Room and the Playroom VR are are the like built ins, aren't they? They're, much. Yeah, they're like the freebies that you generally get, and they're like you pop it in once, you play a couple minutes of each game, and, and then it. you like, dip. Yeah, you don't need to be there anymore. Um, not to mention like Batman Arkham VR is a experience; it's not really a game, right? Yeah, you're moving around the manor and stuff. The uh, other thing uh, discussing PlayStation numbers is the MPD came out. And you want to take a guess, only because I know this exact one and I won't worry about the rest of the 10. Number one selling game for the month, PlayStation 4. What is it? Of July? Sure. That's, I'm assuming it's July because it came out this week, so yeah, it can't be August. PlayStation. PlayStation 4 is number one selling game in July. According to MPD. Oh, fuck. Um... This you're gonna hate me when I tell you. That's all I'm saying. Don't okay. think that hard. I don't know. So just Madden. No, no, nope, that's August. Month. I don't know. I can't think of what came out, came out in July. You don't need to. Is that a hint? Is it one of the PlayStation Plus games? No, doesn't count sales. Is it an old game? Hmm. Yep. Is it Skyrim? Nope. What has always, pretty much since its release, been in the top five of MPD charts? Period. I don't know. GTA 5? Yep. GTA 5. It was on sale in most places. Still number one. 
the joke, they're going to have to release another game to have number one and two. Yeah. So wait till November when Rockstar has the number one and two spots in every MPD chart. Well, that won't well, actually, that won't exactly the, happen because you'll have Battlefield and everybody coming out too. But still, they fucking re-release GTA Five again within yeah. like a the clock. Yeah, yeah. So here we go. It's QuakeCon time. Yeah. All right. So here's the deal. I'm gonna run through this. I wrote, and you're gonna. Um, you're just. I. I'll, I'll run through everything. Okay. There you go. You commentary. Oh, my favorite thing to do. Or you know, if it leads into discussion, cool. If it doesn't, we'll move on. All right. So real quick, I just want. I don't want to. I want to derail. Like I'm not going to deal with it too far. I'm just going to discuss my favorite thing to do in anything mm-hmm. is to watch people talk and then just shoot input at it. <laughs> I have I bite my tongue so many times in like work meetings where I hear somebody say something. I'm like, yeah, it'd be a great fucking idea, wouldn't it? And I'm just like, oh, I can't say that. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> I, just, I just immediately want to be like, you're an idiot. Why are we here? But that's not the point. So, yes, go all for right. it. Um, this is not, by all means, everything. I just kind of skipped through stuff. For example... I do not mention Elder Scrolls Legends. There was Elder Scrolls Legends, and there stuff. was and there was news about it. yeah stuff about um, uh, it going it going to a different platform or you know, there was... yeah. We'll kind of dip into it. It's not so much interesting in itself. It's interesting in the conversation that it starts. Um, I think I know what conversation it starts. Teaser. Oh, or foreshadowing, it's or like something. A, I think it's a. Mm. <laughs> um, anyways, so the QuakeCon keynote knowledge check. I don't know. Uh, Bethesda announced that there's a Bethesda game, Bethesda Game Studios Dallas, and it was formerly Escalation Studios. They essentially purchased it. Uh, they were working for Bethesda for a little bit now, so it's kind of just making it official. Makes uh, sense. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Quake Champions is now free to play, and it got some updates. Cool move. Yep. For Everyone's... people that still are pumped about Quake, I never really gave a shit, but hey. Uh, yeah, the audience seemed to be thrilled. Um, and and listen, if you're at QuakeCon, you better be pumped about Quake. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I'd be upset. All right, moving on to the good stuff, I guess. <laughs> you imagine if you <laughs> were having QuakeCon 2019, like, hey, Quake's free to play, and everybody's just like, boo, fuck you, we don't care about Quake, <laughs> move <Doom> on. Eternal. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what it was. It was yeah, a little bit like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, all right, on, on to Fallout 76. There's a lot for Fallout 76. They did do a very lengthy Q&A on it. So if you want to see more, YouTube.com or Bethesda.net. Yeah, I'll be honest. Uh, the QuakeCon stuff that they've posted and keynotes and stuff like that, better than the majority of the stuff in, as far as interest goes. Like the, yeah, whatever. Better than a lot of the EA stuff. Um, anyways, so Fallout 76 uh, there will be a photo mode with filters and poses. Oh, my God. I'm so happy I can make sapia-toned, sapia-world. Apparently, you, there's like an ID badge you have to make. Oh, so my like God. You do, I, yeah. I, wish it, I hope it's just a Hello, My Name Is badge. That'd be great. It, I hope it just says Hello, My Name Is. It's literally a sticker. And the world is already in a sapia filter, so I'm going to just put another one on. Love it. Give me Instagrams. Let's go. <laughs> uh, shoot photos of my dead Deathclaw meal. Uh, you can change how your character looks at any time in the game. Let's talk about the important things. <laughs> All right, now for the perk system. Um, they went over a lot. I kind of condensed it, so if you have questions, hit me with them. Cause I, oh, this I'm isn't... just going to interrupt you at every sentence. Don't worry okay. about it. Uh, the perk system is based around cards. Worked great in Battlefront. Cards have a special cost, a special cost and requirement, as in, like, special. Like, oh, okay. uh, 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 strength, perception... Yes. Well, identifies us as humans 
is how special we are. Yeah. So when I say special, that's what I'm referring yes, to. Yes, the special system in Fallout. Exactly. Each special is capped at 15 points. Oh, that's interesting. You stop acquiring special points at level 50, but as far as Can we you know... cap everything by then? You No. No, you, mathematically well, you can't. No, you only... So you essentially only get 50 points, I think. That sounds right then. Okay. Um, Unless there's some like armor that gives you plus five. I don't think... From, my, from the way that they described it, that's... That's the um, essentially skill tree. The power cap. Mm, okay, I see what you're saying. Um, okay. You you. It sounded like there is no level cap. You just keep acquiring special level, cards. but you can't get the points anymore. Okay, you, you no longer get special points. You just get the perk cards, which I'm going to go into in a second. Oh, I get a light level. Uh sort of. Well, I mean, if it doesn't um, mean anything, you can pick one perk card per level. The cards can be leveled, so you combine like the same card to make it like a level two. So you can get okay. I mean, I guess yeah, that would one perk card per level. Does that cap? Um, because if that doesn't it, cap, so, then that makes sense. I have a hundred perk cards. Let's go. So you make you essentially make a deck based on how many points you have invested into special. So like, oh, okay, if you have fifteen points into strength, then you can have fifteen points worth of cards in that strength. Okay, that. so you can have at most fifty, regardless. Okay, yeah. Um, but the cards have varying costs. So if like you have a level five, it's worth five. Right, points. but you still have a value of fifty in exactly. your deck. Yeah. Okay. Um get the, you. I get you. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Uh there'll be perk card packs when you hit certain levels. Uh that gives you extra perk cards like wild they, they essentially work like wild cards. Um they're meant to entice players into trying different perks that'll they'll intentionally give you a perk card that's a level or two higher than what one of your special stats are. So like you know, your perception's at five, and they'll give you a perk card that requires perception, like you to be perception six. So, like, the perk card, certain perk cards have, like, a value requirement, but they'll only still take, like, one point, point in that pool. Um, so, you mean at some point I get loot boxes in the game? They did say that perk packs are not purchasable. You'll only ever get them. That doesn't mean it's not a loot box. I just want to be clear. Yeah, it but is. I, mean, I, I know. I'm, I'm not saying it in a bad way. I'm just making yeah. a, a. Technically, joke. it is kind of a loot box. Yes, that's exactly. That. I mean, that's what loot. It's a random chance to unlock an item. Yeah, that's it, the only difference in the negative connotation is that it is not behind a paywall. Mm-hmm. Um, perks. Uh, the perk cards are swapped out like a deck of cards. So basically, you know, like, can I hold multiple decks then and just hot swap? Um, I don't, they didn't mention specifically if you can have like multiple like decks, like pre-built decks. Right. But you can swap cards at any time. Like if I want to be one punch man or I want to walk around like Prince Charming. Yeah, you can do that. You just, you can swap out. They said like the whole idea is like, you know, you have a certain set of perk cards that you have acquired, equipped when you're like playing solo. And then when you play, you group up with people, you swap out certain cards. You can share I don't know if I, I'm probably skipping ahead because I made a bunch of this list, but no, all I'm I, saying is this I better not down. This better not weigh me down at all. Um, <laughs> you share your perks with your team too. Interesting. Yes. So you can all get real beefy if you coordinate. Exactly. I'm the um, strength guy. I'm the intelligence guy. They got a lot of questions about charisma, so I just threw that in there because it seemed to be one of the things we touched on. 
Uh, charisma is the stat that you will that will make a player better at supporting their team, like more benefits from sharing their card perks. So like maybe I have high charisma, so like my when I share my perk cards, they have a better. Uh, it gives me plus five percent instead of like if I wear it, it's a plus three percent. Exactly, makes sense. All right. Um, anything you want to go into PvP? Nope. Okay. PvP doesn't start until level five. Um, and it's kind of has a, uh, they described it as like, you know, slapping someone across the face or slapping them, hitting them with a glove. Like it has like a challenge system kind of. Okay. So when you initially shoot someone, it does very little damage. Uh, if the player returns fire, then it bumps you both up to full damage and the battle's on. Um, okay. Uh, I like the idea that you would actually have to walk over and slap me, though. I think that'd be way, fun. that'd be way funnier. <laughs> it would be. Uh, you're rewarded with caps. Um, the higher level the player is that you kill, the more caps you receive. Uh, you can higher, choose higher level than you, or if you're just both high level. The ga- I think the gap is the, oh, okay. is the well because like if we're both fifty, then who cares? I like, think it's a combo of both. Okay. So, like, if you're five and someone's fifty, and you kill them, then it's gonna you're gonna get more than if you're level fifty and they're level fifty. Okay, but if you that's yeah. what I mean, like five versus five versus fifty versus fifty versus five versus fifty. Yeah, that's a lot of verses, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I think it scales the way that you would want it to scale. Is if you wanted to use the cumulative property <laughs> and put parentheses around everything I just said, it makes sense. Um, where was I? Uh, you, you can choose to get revenge and get double the rewards. So like after someone kills you, it'll prompt you like, Hey, do you want to get revenge on this person? And if you can, and it'll actually, you'll get double back. Okay. Um, if a player kills someone without that person returning fire, then that player gets no reward. Uh, and they get a wanted level. And then that player's bounty comes out of their own caps. So, like... Oh, okay. Yeah, you, you got that? All right. Yep, I got you. I, I don't know if I'm, like, describing this, because they went over it so quick that I'm, like, trying to, you know... So, um, the wanted player becomes visible to all other players' maps on the, the other players' maps. Um, uh, it, while the murderer can't see anyone else. So, like, you kill me... Like in a griefing manner, I guess, without me returning fire. Everyone in the in the game world can see you on their maps, but you can't see anyone else on your map. Okay. Uh, and then if I get killed, you pay them. If you get killed, your bounty comes out of your own. Oh, it comes out of mine. Okay, that's that's what I was making. Okay. Uh, Todd Howard had some uh, an interesting quote. He said, "We turn assholes into interesting content." Uh, you can ignore and block people. Uh, there is going to be a pacifist mode that you can turn on um, where you won't do damage to other players. Which I it's like, basically I like, like the, the uh, way GTA that, 5. <laughs> at the way that like, you can turn on passive, pacifist mode where you won't do damage to other players, which does not say where other players can't damage you. Yeah, they didn't specify that. I think it was kind of like a it's you weird. just auto... You know, you just won't... You just, yeah, it's just, you it's just, just a weird go into combat. Kind it's a of, weird like, thing to determine when you're like pacifist mode where you can't attack another player well they're like wait a second are you still saying that frank can shoot me that's not what i wanted to happen i wanted the opposite well they they think that they did actually go into it they think that the system that they've made is a hindrance to the point where it'll like 
Like if the person really wants to grief you, they can, but they they're getting punished in the long run because they are the ones losing money constantly. And if like, they're getting killed, yeah. Um. Anyways, so junk is a thing. Um. As as well as the cap thing, if you die, then you drop any junk that is on you. Uh, someone else can pick it up, uh, like if they kill you, or you can go back and get it if it's still there. Uh, it's meant to mat- it's meant to add just enough of a penalty to dying. Uh, junk can be put into your quote unquote stash, which no one else can access. And they're gonna they said they're gonna have certain points in the map where you, like you. Can I'm assuming junk stash. is just like stuff you're gonna vendor. Or like Junk's crafting like, material. Exactly, yeah, it's okay. crafting material. Um, nukes. Uh, let's see here. Uh, essentially, they said nukes will destroy your camp, but there's a blueprint system that will allow you to save your structures so you can recreate them easily. Uh, they specifically said they plan on... They're doing private servers. They didn't say whether it would be available at release or not, but they said they're doing private servers, and they are like dedicated to supporting mods on private servers. I'm assuming. All right. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's fall 76. A lot of fallout news. Go read it somewhere else. If we confuse you. Yeah. I hope that was kind of easy to understand. All right. So I'm going to take the next one. You can go ahead. You want to, you know more about the game than I do. So I'm going to give it to you. (laughs) You've played it. I've played the beta. Um, the elder scrolls online wolf hunter DLC. There are going to be two. Where first off, how yes. much, when was the last time you played? Probably a while ago, right? Months ago. Yeah. Did you play the werewolf stuff in Skyrim? I yeah. believe it was werewolf, right? Mm-hmm. It, was, uh, it was werewolf and vampire. Okay. There are going to be two werewolf themed dungeons. Raids. Cool. Yeah. Raids or dungeons? There's or do, are they not? The, are they the same thing in Skyrim? Dungeons or sorry, not are Skyrim in Elder Scrolls. For for lack of a better. Um, they don't really have raids per se. Like their dungeons are kind of their raids. Like, how big of, is a party? It's still like five. Sta- they don't. They oh, don't, do- okay, okay. You know, like makes they, sense. Then I see what you mean. Uh, that'll be out uh, for PC on August thirteenth, which means it's out now. And mm-hmm. that'll be out for PS4 and Xbox One on August twenty eighth. So right around the corner. Yes, it's kind of a small. DLC and the grand scheme. The of next DLC will be Merkmire, which is Argonian themed. Oh, which, if I'm correct, those are the lizard people. They are the lizard people. Mark Zuckerberg at his finest. <laughs> Ooh, lizard joke. Got him. Atta. And Elder Scrolls Online Plus, which I believe is their subscription model, as it is now free to play, is getting more rewards in quarter four. Which they said they will, in a couple weeks, they'll. Have more details. Cool. Yep. Hey, power to it being one of four MMOs that exist. Yeah. I think. And when I say exist, I mean like are surviving well. Yeah. It's very under. It's probably three now. It's probably not four. I think Guild Wars 2 is going under. (laughs) Yeah. it's, It's very underrated, I think. As far as. I think from my experience, it's the best MMO to play. If you plan on playing mostly solo, you can do almost all the content solo. I would agree. I think I think the only one that gives it a run for its money in that category is Star Wars. 
I think I, having played both, I think it's easier to solo Elder Scrolls. I, I bet it's easier, but I mean, like in terms of having a like a story and kind of you can play Star Wars like it's just a big RPG because mm-hmm. it's yeah. literally it's you're tailored to your instance things and your mm-hmm. story and stuff like that. Like it's a Bioware game, you're making choices that are actually doing yeah. that. But yeah, no, I see what you mean. Okay, Doom Eternal was up next. Uh, there's new updated weapons, uh, like the shotgun with the meat hook. Which, let's be fair, who doesn't want to be Roadhog in Doom? Yeah, it, dude, the the amount that you can fucking jump around with that thing is actually pretty dope. Yeah, and when we say meat hook, that's the other thing, too. You shoot it, it gets stuck into an enemy, and then pulls you there, not the enemy to you. Yeah. So, interesting. Uh, reimagined enemies from previous games. Obviously. It's Doom. Uh, You're going to be in hell. No shit. Yeah. There's destructible demons um, in the way that, like, each one breaks down different ways, like... I didn't know how to describe this. It's it's similar to what we've seen before in Doom. Yeah. Um, the the bodies have different breakaway parts. It makes the kills unique. Exactly. To, unique to the character model. Mm-hmm. That's a good way of putting it. I got you. Dark Souls-style PvP. Players can team up or not. You can do it solo as well. Invade other player campaigns as demons. Interesting. I believe they also said there was a way to turn it off if, yep. you, didn't, if you didn't want to experience it. You can, you can opt out of it. Yeah. Then... But, I mean, cool thing. I would probably wait until I was done with the campaign. And, like, if I was going back in for anything, I would turn it on just to see it for a first time. But mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, there's There was, a, like, a metric shit ton of gameplay shown. Yeah. I mean, the what did I say? There was a 20-minute video that we went to watch kind of before this. And at least 15 of that were gameplay. Yep. Um, and uh, they mentioned specifically that they're building a universe. Yeah. So. We're no longer just having Doom. We're having Doom. Eternal universe, and it's just like yeah. this. The not sky. Well, I mean, skybox is kind of, but the levels and worlds they're showing are like, okay, we're uh, not playing a ten-hour campaign anymore. It looks really good. welcome to some story. Having because, as they said, we love lore. Having not played the first one, um, this watching it has very much made me want to get in on the on it's the a good time. train and, first and jump on the time. bandwagon. I mean, we say the first one. The 2015 but, one was yeah. the... Or 16, whatever. The, the remake? I don't even know what it would be considered. Reboot. I mean, I would, reboot, consider, reboot. I would consider it a reboot. We're going reboot. It's not It's not like, a, oh, this game was failing, so we're rebooting it that way. It's like, a, we haven't had this game in so long. Let's revitalize so this let's, franchise. Let's breathe some life and resurrect the Slayer. Rage 2 was the next game. Eden Eden Assault, which is the extended trailer from what we saw at E3. It was a gameplay trailer that gives the basis for the beginning of the game. It takes place 30 years after the first game. It shows off multiple factions. There's and, a fuck ton of factions. And it shows off a convoy assault and vehicle combat. It shows upgradable weapons and abilities... And I feel like there was something else about Rage 2 that I am forgetting. Something There was something else. Was it co-op? There, they didn't it show any co-op. might have been a co-op multiplayer story. I'm going to real quick look it up if you want to hit control over there. Yes. And I'll kind of keep talking a little bit. But I definitely... Because <laughs> there, there was a... Before you wrote this part up, yeah. I, I started to write stuff. And that's when I just went, QuakeCon. Like, I'm just not bothering anymore. 
Yeah, there was a but lot I of Quake. I definitely on. thought that there was a uh, rage thing about. So, I you guess just, I'll I keep going. Yeah, I'll talk a little bit about it. I kind of just Nate was forced to read my bullet points that were meant to remind me of things, so he kind of got the he, he first off version. says forced. I just wanted to give the man a break because getting <laughs> through Fallout is a long story. Um, yeah. So basically, it was what we saw at E three, but with um more. In front of it and more at the end of it, if that makes any sense. Um, and they just kind of gave an overview of the game saying that, like, the events of Rage 2 takes place 30 years after Rage 1. Um, there are recurring characters. Um, the abilities thing looked pretty cool. They almost look like four skills. It's, it's interesting. According to id Software's co-developers on the project, this is from a, a site called comicbook.com. According to id Software's co-developers on the project and the team behind the first Rage, studio boss Tim Willits, Rage 2 has multiplayer, but it's not your typical multiplayer. It's some type of social component because the team knows community is important. Or in short, it doesn't have multiplayer in the traditional sense, but it has something social. I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a hub world yeah. or something like that. Uh, hey, come show off your cool vaporwave aesthetic looking dude. Mm-hmm. That's I what not, I think it was. Um, I did not come across that. But uh, I had to look it up because it, it, the first article that came up was from E3 where it says that's not going to have multiplayer. And then the second one where the next article right after that was like, may have multiplayer August 10th or something. And I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, all right. Um, where do we go from here? We are going to go and try to move right through these. I'll take two. Thanks. To an IGN interview with Pete Hines, we have a little more insight into why Fallout 76 won't be releasing on Steam. First off, he basically said that they aren't leaving Steam and that they are determining what will be sold through Steam on a case-by-case basis. He specifically said they haven't decided if Doom Eternal would be sold through Steam. Here's what he said to IGN about Fallout 76. Okay, I'm going to stop right there for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of going back up, he might he might be about to cover this. Yeah. I'm going to make the bad decision of putting an input before <laughs> I read it. Okay. <laughs> I'm assuming it's also part of, like, they've seen how many problems Steam has had with, hack, like, the hackers and mods and everything like that. And if they put it on theirs, they feel like they can control it better. And I'm, he's saying that in about 10 seconds? Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so now we'll go to Pete. Uh, quote, we feel like the best way for us to provide the best experience and service to our customers is to be dealing with them directly and not through someone else. There are some different things that have happened or have come up where everyone, where having everyone work directly with you does make things a little easier in terms of talking to your player base and having them talk to you. I am 100% sure I know whose fault it is and whose problem it is when you're having an issue with the game. It's ours. We have a, we have found very good success. Successes? Yeah. We, I, I don't like your word, Pete. We <laughs> have found very good success in having those direct relationships with customers and not been able to see those same benefits when we work through somebody else. And so, specific for Fallout 76, we are going to try this because we think it will give us the best chance to do right by our customers, end quote. Cool. I mean, yeah. it was more about basically what we've already talked about in weeks past and expect. 
yes, obviously it is easier to deal with them directly, especially if it's like, well, Steam's not launching this. It's like, I don't, I don't know why Steam's not yeah. launching it. So, oh shizzle, my um, nizzle. Yeah, there was a little bit more to it where that touched more on what you were talking about, mm-hmm. um, but it was like this, you know. It would it would not necessary to get the idea of it. So, all right, number three, Variety had the opportunity to interview id Software Studio Director Tim Willits, and we got some interesting info out of the published article. Apparently, Avalanche Studio is the lead on Rage Two and doing the majority of the work, with id Software providing support. Uh, they're also using Avalanche's Apex engine to have the seamless world. Uh, looks like they're considering the Switch for a possible release too. Tim Willits said, "Quote." We're looking at the tech on the on that right now, and we're still evalu- evaluating it. We stream everything, and we're just looking. Because everything is open, everything's available, so there's no low-level loads. We're looking at that now, but we don't know. End quote. So they're considering it, but uh, I don't know. Do you think you've seen what Rage looks like, and you have a Switch? Do you think it could handle it? Just, you know... Mm, I just like a not somewhat. It would, it would, be, a, it would be a it would be a dumbed down one. It'd be like what they had to do to Wolfenstein and stuff, where mm-hmm. it gets scaled back to to do it. Yeah, I mean, but but it could it could handle it in a scaled back yeah, way. I mean, but Zelda it's, does Zelda have load screens? Uh, load screens? Yeah, like when you're moving around the world. No, not really. I don't think there's ever really one yeah. that I can remember. Number four. I was really hoping I got my oil tycoon Todd Howard, but I don't. So <laughs> I'm going to go back to my Pete Hines impression, which is not an impression at all because he talks normal. During an interview with Game Informer, Pete Hines, who is Bethesda's senior vice president of global marketing and communications, took a rather strong stance on crossplay. Quote, <laughs> ah, you didn't laugh. That's just me. Quote, it is our intention in order for the game to come out, it has to be those things on any system. We cannot have a game that works one way across everywhere else except for on this one thing. We continue to talk to all of our platform partners, but those terms are essentially non-negotiable. We can't be talking about one version of Legends, the Elder Scrolls card game, where you take your progress with you and another version where you stay within that ecosystem or it's walled off from everything else. That is counterintuitive, I'm going to go with. I'm going to add a word. Counterproductive, counterintuitive, same thing. To what the game has been about. So essentially, suck it. Let's just get this done. Yeah. But hey, we're not doing it as long as everybody else keeps jerking each other around. I think it's the safe... Um, it's a safe bet for them, I think, to push it on this game. Put it's it, not going to be like well, a Fallout seventy six or something. That, and I think it's also a, it's the correct call to go. It's not us. Yeah, it's yeah. them, which is what needs to keep happening. But that's it for the week. That's the news. It's a lot of news, a lot of QuakeCon, a lot of stuff to go yeah. digest. Next week's going to be interesting. Next week's going to be even bigger, people, because we're hitting graphics card rumors. So Matt's going to get all nerdy. We probably have Gamescom, and I think the week after that we even get PAX West. So I mean, we're gonna have, we're gonna have some it's news coming up. up. Big, it's picking up. We're uh, we're heating up, folks, as NBA Jam would say, because when we hit October, baby, we're gonna be on fire. That being said, we still have deals I want to call out. We specifically have two. I know I put more in, but we only have two. Still, it's the monthly bundle from Humble Bundle. 
monthly ones that you will unlock in September unless you go pay right now are Sniper Elite 4, Tales of Berseria, and Staxel. If you don't like those three, you can then choose Rise of the Tomb Raider to replace those three. Those are just the beginning ones. There will be more that you get when the bundle actually releases. They're usually, you know, valued around what $130 like minimum, so for 12 bucks, not going to hurt you. There is also a bundle of the Humble Bundle Jackbox Parties. Now this one I felt is pretty big to call out. Oh, yeah, we're, we're over an hour by a chunk. Um, they're the Jackbox games, we've played them. They are fantastic. They are they are a great time, a lot of fun. That being said, pay whatever you want. Pay a penny, pay a dollar. Pay $100 because it's for charity and you should. I mean, not really, but it's up to you. You can get Quiplash, Fibbage XL, You Don't Know Jack Volume 1, Extra Large, and Volume 2. Now, for anybody that doesn't really know, I feel like we should kind of explain Jackbox now that I've kind of already told them to pay whatever tab and I feel like (laughs) an idiot doing this out of order. Jackbox, you can run on a toaster, essentially. It's not graphically demanding at all. You can run it on anything, and everybody that's with you is going to play on their phone or Or laptop or tablet or whatever. Literally anything that has a browser on it. You start up the game. It creates a room code. People go to, I think it's jackbox.tv or whatever. Like It tells you right where to go, and then you enter that room code, and it puts you in, and that's you use the controller, in quotes, becomes that. So whether you have to draw a picture on your phone... And just type in words. It would be a absolutely fantastic set of games to play with family with for holidays, or you know, you want to get together and have a beer after work or whatever with Any, some friends. Anything that there is a group of people larger than three. Yeah, great time. It it is a we've we've never had a like a dull or a bad time when no. I mean, I, the last time I played, I actually played Quiplash uh, last week sometime. Because uh, one of my friends was playing on WoW, and it was before the expansion dropped, and I had it open in a different browser. Just I wasn't watching the Twitch stream to see the actual like results and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm just opening the browser, and I see the prompt come up, and I just enter stuff. I won like three games. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, they were all stuck on one joke about some 55. Oh, yeah. Gal- yeah. And I was just like, not nah, gonna win. I'm gonna be. I'm more creative than you are. <laughs> um. So yeah, pay whatever. Like I said, dollar, ten dollars, whatever. You get Quiplash, Fibbage XL, uh, You Don't Know Jack, Volume 1, Extra Large, and Volume 2. You beat the average, which I think currently sits at about $10. You get all that stuff in the first tier, plus the Jackbox Party Pack, which is a collection of games. The Jackbox Party Pack 2, which is another collection of games. You Don't Know Jack 3. You Don't Know Jack 4, The Ride. Then, if you pay $12... You get everything I just mentioned in the first two tiers, along with the Jackbox Party Pack 3, which is another big bundle, and Drawful 2. And Drawful can lead to some great time. If you love Pictionary, you should play Drawful. That's, That's a crazy... For $12, you get all of that? That's a lot. That's an, I might I might have to get that one. You know, you know what you could do? Because I only have some of those. You know what you could get that with? You could get that with our link, which is in the description in this video. <laughs> It's not a video. <laughs> it's a podcast. But there is a video if you're watching on YouTube. That's all I'm saying. Does this export to YouTube and it's a completely black screen but just our voice? Yes, it does. It's there. 
It's actually not in the YouTube video. Don't do that. It's just podcast. Shut up, mate. <laughs> Moving on. There is a listener question. I think this is going to be a quick one for us. So I don't have to draw on it too long. As I know, we're already late as it is. But this person did go to those forums that we talked about at the beginning of the show, both at Gamers2.com or the description of this podcast. It's really weird. They listened. They did it. This is from uh, Raphael, which looks like a pasta type. Raphael Esposito? Yes. That sounds familiar. Does it? It does. I mean, you want to Google it? I'm going to Google it while you're saying Who knows? It could be completely, you know, somebody that's trying to pull a fast one on the naming. See if it's a reference. Anyway, the question is, I need a new mobile game to play while I wait on my pizza. So, in no particular order, from both Nate and Matt, what are your top two mobile gaming recommendations for Apple and or Android. And by the way, Raphael, I think we just figured out who you are. Considered by some to be the father of the modern pizza. I like it. Well done. <laughs> I appreciate all these things I learned. Uh, he's a Italian owner of a tavern called Pizzeria di Petro e Basta Cose in the 19th century. I feel like you should really put some some spice on that. Uh, Come on. Uh, no. I will tell you. All right. Anyway. I, this is going to be a quick one because I'm not a mobile gamer by any means. Fair enough. So if I were to play a game on mobile. While you're waiting for a pizza. Waiting for a pizza. Which is in 15 minutes. Really, there's two choices for me. Well, that's what they wanted. They wanted two. Fallout Shelter. Okay. I'll, I'm going to make sure to give two different ones because I feel like we'll probably potentially yeah. be the same. And then some sort of tower defense game. Which, okay, I, I don't know. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Besides, I can't think like, of one, but it costs rent. money. Yeah, and it's what I've talked about before. Bloons, B L O O N S. But we'll talk about that. I'll show you that after. But it's, it's a tower defense, easy, fun. Yeah, time. I think it's like three ninety nine. It might be more. My two then, I will remove Fallout from my list. Even though that probably, I mean, that's a good one. That's a good one. Fallout Shelter. And I'm gonna ignore like Candy Crush and. Clash of Clans, you know. Nah. Roller Coaster Tycoon by Atari. You, that was a favor for you. It was. A, I jammed to that for a while back in the early days of this podcast. Uh, which congratulations to us were over a year. Woo! Um, <laughs> I feel like if we were in a video, I would have brought a cake at some point and like made a big deal about it. But I don't really care that much. I mean, I do. But, but anyway, number two. So yeah, the Roller Coaster Tycoon. It's just it's what roller coaster tycoon is, but it's simpler. Uh, it's just a man like a slim down theme park simulating building management type uh, game. Pretty easy. The, the tutorial kind of walks you right through it. Uh, and then the other one I kind of have, I have a hard time like choosing a second one because yes, you have answers like oh Hearthstone's mobile, but it's like oh that's not. I don't know. Could one. you do that in fifteen minutes? Uh, you could probably play like a game in fifteen minutes, but it's. It's hard to get somebody like to intro into people because yeah. you're so far along now with car, you know. Uh, so that's not going to get in there. Um, I mean, the Candy Crush and stuff like that. It's honorable mentions because obviously they're great time wasters. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give up with man. I don't even know if I have a second one really. 
I played mini guns for a while, but that's essentially clash. Mm-hmm. Uh, mini guns, mini guns is a, is a good one because it, you don't have to play it PVP. I guess there is a single player campaign. Um, so I'll go with that. Mini guns. It's very similar to clash. Like you have you in a match, you are gaining resource. It's just auto accruing every. It's like one every second or every second and a half, and you use that resource to drag units onto the field and you're just going at the other team's towers. That's really it. You know, I mean, there's more, that's the simple level. There is mm-hmm. a complex level to it. Uh, the only other one that I could suggest that's not, that's a good, I, when I played it, I played it, uh, bathrooms, you know, I got some time to kill. I've already read, read it for the day. Bathroom time. Marvel Puzzle Quest. Interesting. It's just another matching game, like Candy Crush, but it's there's there's Marvel Puzzle Quest, and I think there's like WWE Showdown or something like that that are pretty much the same game, just different universes. Uh, you're collecting these comic book covers, which are comic book heroes or villains. And then you're having a team of three as you do a match three. And if you like match three greens enough times, you will un- you will power up, in quotes, one of your team's abilities, your team member's abilities if they have a green one. And you get to use that and it like clears part of the board. There's a story mode and stuff like that. So, yeah. Roller Coaster Tycoon, Mini Guns, then Marvel Puzzle Quest. That's what I got. Matt had Fallout Shelter and something tower defense. Something with a tower defense. I mean, if you really wanted to, if you love Harry Potter, there's the Harry Potter mobile game. Just don't spend money on it. And I know that's hard for some people. Anyway, that's that. I'm going to say it a third time. Comments, questions, concerns, philosophical inquiries. Ask it all. That being said, see you next week. Bye-bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack 
for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.